Welcome back to the Zero Weakness Podcast, where we talk about how to be a better lifter, how to be a better coach, and everything in between. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy. All right. There we go. Back. Another episode of the Zero Powerlifting Podcast. I don't know why I did that, but enjoy. Um, so, Declan, my man, has uh, asked me to talk about... He specifically asked the how you would work in the transition from conventional to sumo deadlifts. I'm um, going to extrapolate that out a little bit and talk about just transitioning from a style to another style. Because this happens in um, all three lifts in various ways, shapes, or forms. Whether it's changing your stance width, your grip width, the bar position on your back, your setup... Um, again, sumo, conventional, all of that sort of thing. And there is a little bit of an art to making a transition and doing so in the best way. So we're going to go through, so, through some of the things that it would be worthwhile considering as you make this transition. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll get straight into it. So the, the, let's, let's start with Dec- <clears throat> Whoa, Declan's suggestion of how are you going to make the transition from uh, conventional to sumo. Uh, The first point of call here would be learning the skill of sumo to begin with and assessing if you have the movement requirements for you to be able to perform the skill of sumo straight up. And if not, you're going to have to work on getting there in the first place. Because sumo versus conventional is not a case of just, here's where you're normally standing, now stand a bit wider and do the same thing. It's actually a bit of a different beast altogether. And if you don't have the prerequisite prerequisite movement requirements to get into the right position uh, you're going to build strength movement patterning in a way that's not going to be conducive necessarily to you expressing your strength in the best way possible at the top end so the first thing would be going through that assessment from a more practical perspective the tool that i would use and the tool that i do use here at zero with my lifters and the coaches through the zero network this is what we use to both assess and develop the skill of sumo is a reverse sumo So sumo is unique to conventional in the sense that you can create an eccentric moment and emulate the starting position exactly as you want it to be versus conventional, that's quite hard to do. So what I mean by that is uh, to assess someone's ability to perform a sumo, to teach the skill of sumo, really it comes down to understanding what the bottom position feels like because that's the hardest part of performing a sumo. It's getting into the right bottom position, setting yourself into that bottom position. And the best way to do that is from the top down. So what I would get a lifter to do is to find their stance, find the angle of their feet, and I'd guide them through this process. If you're doing this yourself, you just kind of have to experiment. You'd start at the top. You'd set the factors involved, which is going to be the same as a squat. So you're going to set your shoulders in position. You're going to set your brace. You're going to twist your quads out to create hip torque. You're going to hold all of those things and travel slowly down into the bottom position of a sumo, maintaining tension in all those areas touch the floor super 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 light so keeping all that tension on when you touch the floor when everything's primed that's what the bottom position of a sumo should feel like assuming everything's in the right position then you would hold that tension reverse back out of the top so i would use that drill to assess can someone even get into the bottom position in the first place so if i'm cueing them if i'm guiding them they can't open up their hips they can't maintain their brace they can't keep their shoulders on that suggests to us that there's more work to do before they can even perform the skill So we need to do that work, get them in position first, and then we can work on transitioning them. So this is gonna be very similar when it comes to changing grip width on bench press. 
It's not a case of just you take your hands out wider and then voila, do the same thing. Most people arrive at a narrower grip because they can't perform a wide grip because the things that are part and parcel of the skill of that might be missing. So you need to learn the skill. Can you maintain the shoulder position? Can you achieve the shoulder position in the first place? Can you control that through the range that you're traveling through? If you can't, you need to get to that point first and then you can start to manifest that skill. Same thing with a closer stance to a wider stance on the squat as well. You have to learn the skill first before you can expect to apply it. Once you have that skill, making the transition, uh, the time that it takes to actually uh, make that transition fully is gonna be completely dependent on the lifter. That is, do they have the skill? How skillful are they? How strong are they? How well can they express their strength in that skill? All of that is gonna be lifter dependent. So don't set any clear expectations on the time frame that it's going to take. You have to respect that it's gonna take a while to uh, invest energy into developing that skill and expressing strength through that skill. Um, so everyone's going to progress at different rates in that sense. Um, there are some tricks and tips that will help you along the way. The first thing is to recognize that once you learn the skill, it's not then just a matter of expressing strength in that skill. That is, once you learn the skill of performing the sumo deadlift or the wide grip bench press, don't expect to be equally as strong as you are on the other style that you're transitioning from. Don't expect to see that for a while and expect that if you test it, you will be disappointed. So oftentimes there's a threshold, a technical threshold that once you cross with the new skill, the lift feels like total shit and that can be quite disheartening. So let's say you um, bench press 150 kilos with a narrow grip, you wanna to switch to wide grip, maybe that threshold sits at 120. So everything with a wide grip feels great until you get to 120, then once you cross that, it all goes to shit. You're gonna be like, well, wide grip isn't for me. Maybe you just haven't given it the time to develop within that skill. You know, to, to push that threshold, to close that technical gap. Um, and again, what, what that threshold is to begin with, how long it takes to close that gap is completely lifted dependent. So the first tip is to recognize that you're not gonna be as strong or you may not be as strong in the new style straight up and then it might take a long time for you to be able to express your strength in that skill. This is especially important to recognize when you know that your current technique is the thing that's holding you back because the new technique might feel like it's holding you back further, but if it provides one step back to go two, step forwards, two steps forward, you have to commit to that process. Tip number two is going to be working out in which phases of training you can implement these changes. You don't wanna implement these major changes when the kind of weights that you're lifting require you to have a little bit less of a technical focus and more of a focus on getting the work done. That is, you don't wanna apply big technical changes in something like a strength phase, but rather you'd wanna apply these changes in phases where you're using percentages or intensities that allow you to think about your movement and change the way that you're moving under the load. So if you're going from a wide grip to a, uh, sorry, a narrow grip to a wide grip or a, a conventional to a sumo, you might build that into say a development block when you're working at 65, 70, 75%, doing high reps so you can build conditioning in those smaller muscles that control those positions, spending a lot of time doing reps, building skill, uh, and using a weight that's light enough for you to control the movement in the way that you want to control it, that's probably gonna be a great option. If you don't have that option, but you still wanna start to develop the skill, Think about incorporating things like tempo work. You know, even if this means you do your main work in the same style 
that you were using before and afterwards you just do a bunch of tempo stuff where you practice the new style and slowly increase the weight on that to the point where you're comfortable to do your working sets with that new style that's going to be a good way to slowly start to make that transition don't think that once you make the commitment to switching style or a new type of technique that it has to happen straight away you can ease yourself into this and you can do it gradually you know with a, a conventional tool sumo you can start on blocks and work your way to the floor with a sumo you could start with tempo and then work your way to pulling from the floor with a grip change on squats or a stance change a grip change on bench or a stance change on squats you don't have to go straight to the wider or the narrow stance you can go in between that and slowly work your way towards it um, just remember that you're not limited here by time you don't have to make these changes straight away and that if anything you need to commit the time to making the changes stick and making the changes work the final tip that i'm going to leave you with is this is especially true with the people who um, go back and forth between different styles and can't figure out where they sort of sit best um, if you're just changing one of these individual variables, you're just taking your feet wider, your hands wider, narrow, whatever it is, and it seems to work and then it seems to not work, maybe it's not the position that your hands or your feet are in, but the way that you're engaging or the way that you're performing the lift. You see this a lot with squatters who have developed a lot of strength in high bar and then they switch to low bar. When they switch to low bar, there's now a new requirement through the control of the shoulders, the range that the shoulders travel through, the strength that they need to have to control those ranges and those positions. And if they don't change anything about the way that they think about the movement, the way that they cue and perform the movement, they should expect it to not work. If you take your hands out wider on a bench press and you don't change the way that you engage your shoulders, you should expect it to not work. If you stand wider on a deadlift, you switch to sumo and you don't change the way you think about your hips, you should expect it to not work. So there is going to be a slight change in the way that you need to perform these lifts if you've tried them before and tried to make these switches before and they haven't worked. Otherwise, you're going to end up with this mindset of like, I've tried wide grip benching before and it doesn't work for me. It's like, no, you took your hands wider and that didn't work. Benching is a different story. This is the same thing of saying, this is the same as saying, I've tried every diet and no diet works for me. It's like, have you really, is there a solution? Can we provide an expert opinion that actually changes the lift to a different lift, irrespective of where your hands are on the bar or where your feet are on the floor. Think about it like that. Hope that helps. Any questions, any comments, any topics you want us to talk about, look at us a message. Always happy to help. Thank you so much for listening to the Zero Podcast. If you want more information, head to our Instagram, zero underscore weakness. Hit the link in the bio for all of our services and any information on upcoming workshops and events. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review so we can have a broader reach and answer more people's questions. Thank you once more.